0: Luca's Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days.
1: Luca Nation, so uh, we were having a little bit of a sat fest on uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, and I wanted to kick off uh, kick off today's episode, because I think we're going to carry that vibe uh, onto the show today. And How we
0: take, not? If, if, spirits. if you're not watching on YouTube, you got to check this thing out, even if you normally not a YouTube watcher. He's taking a big swig. He's the first one to drink out of a jumbo-sized bottle today. Not me. It's Andrew. Don't joke. <sighs> you have to check out the scenery behind this guy, right? I guess. As I like to say in our earlier episodes, the federalist closed in on his prior location, right. and he has moved. And he—it looks like he is. I mean, is this the Garden of Eden, or is it the garden right next to the Garden of Eden? He's got the beautiful blue turquoise water directly behind them. Like you just step out there, do some yoga, like whatever you like to do. You know, have some avocado toast out there on the water.
1: Probably at the same time, yoga. <laughs> <laughs> you got to I- understand, Cage. I don't want to live here the reason i choose living by the beach is because now the federales have only one entry point to get me oh nice you can't come from the, that's the reason i'm here so
0: do you have like a little boat out there one of those little pontoon boats or something to, to escape from federales right there you, can, like, you like, can't
1: like, tell but right over there it's just this little cliff down i just yeah, jump, I jump over it. Done. that's it you hear them you got these you, you, you
0: first you see how many there are because there's nothing for you to take you grab your machine gun you say okay okay you want to play rough no, you don't No, if it's enough of them, you got to jump. You got to jump off the cliff. I get you. I understand. It is gorgeous. I don't. know, This is new scenery today. Well done. Well done, my friend. You are living the life that uh, I, that we all we all wish to one day attain. So, congratulations. What's, thank up, you, thank what's you. top of mind today besides
1: your? What's hair? top of mind? Um, I'll start with something positive. Something I noticed in the last month. So. If we go back just like two, three months, the, the, the market was falling and we were all kind of turning on each other as a hobby. You know, everyone was calling each other out and it was just, it was just a little bit of a negative vibe. If you guys remember, you know, April, May, June, and I don't know what it was. Was it record sales? Was it national approaching? Well, it's probably a combination of the two. I feel like July, the hobbies kind of come together and realize that we need each other to grow and be successful. And if it is national that's brought us together, I guess, one, I think that's pretty cool that we've done that and we're, we're collaborating on different businesses that seem like competitors are even open to working together. Uh, content creators who normally would be like, well, you know, I have my audience, you have your audience. They're working together. Slabstocks created that amazing, amazing uh, charity drive, which raised over one hundred thousand dollars. Uh, That was people that, in theory, were all competing against each other for a moment, for a week, for a month. They came together for a bigger cause to grow the hobby. And whether that was national um, or not, I would say it's great that we have these events. But let's try to even carry that through national and make that a little bit of a part of our culture, of our hobby. And and I think if we do that, our long-term prognosis for the hobby, our long-term potential... Is through the roof if we're all fighting like cats and dogs i think that just shrinks our upside so so that's kind of what i've actually been thinking about it and, and noticing the last few weeks
0: you know when the water's really cold that's what shrinks my upside usually but i get <laughs> what you're saying i get what you're saying you're
1: not uh, a nice guy
0: you know i don't like going to cold water forget about it it's cold it's cold you know it's cold that's the excuse every time
1: so hey, but you, are you uh you're, you're like you're a big guy aren't you normally really hot like, would you well, rather be too hot or too cold? That,
0: that is what the ladies say. You're right. Thanks for pointing that out to our audience. Yeah, I am always hot. This is true. Um, I mean, I'm um, always sweating. Like
1: I, I, I just went for a run, and I've, I've been sweating for 25 okay. minutes. I sweat when I sit still. You sweat when you run. I
0: get it. I, I'm the fat guy. I, it's fine. We move along. But listen to your point. I appreciate it, and I think you're right. It, 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 when 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 Lameem is poking good fun at rips – and at Slab Stocks and at me and at the other hobby participants and everybody's looking forward to something, it is a much better community, right, when we're not trying to eat each other alive. You know what I mean? There's no cannibalism going on here, you know? And maybe that's the national. Maybe it's the prices starting to perk back up. You know, maybe it's just, you know, all of the stuff going on in the space. That's good, right? It it is a good thing. Um, And look, to think that the market is always going to be going up is kind of silly, Right, you know, it takes its pauses. You you said this back in in like April and May. Like this is a healthy pause. You know, it's not going to be a forever thing. And I'm like, well, it could be forever, and it doesn't look like it's going to be forever. So, you know, I guess a little bit of patience, a little bit of you know, a bigger picture. I like it. I like a little positive. It's, and, it's and I'll go
1: I'll go one further on it. It's a it's a quote I've used before. It's when you're feeling helpless, be helpful. So like when when the market's just going down faster than you can imagine, you feel helpless. You're like. I'm I'm losing money. I don't know what to do. You feel helpless. Be helpful. So another thing that's really positive is how card porn has been interacting with the community, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the little F one, you know, the pump and dump, right? So we call each other out. But what was different about this call out was it felt to me in uh, in good fun, right? So yeah. they turn this thing where it's like double coverage is going to make uh, card porn is going to make Anthony the lemon of the week and if you guys don't know double coverage are friends from down south so they they named someone at element uh, of the week Cade, was <laughs> the lemon of the week for making fun of LeBron. I was a lemon of the week for what making fun of Cam Johnson or something. I don't, I don't even remember something so irrelevant, but no big deal. I don't what? think you got it. I think you were close. Okay, I was in contention. I think they, they were yes. thinking
0: about doing it. So, if they gave you a lemon, I would have to get like watermelon or koala of the week. I can't, we can't both be doing it. It's not a participation trophy. Go ahead. The, point
1: the point is, Hardborn made uh, was like I'm going to make Anthony the the lemon of the week, but instead they had some fun and they turned that into a giveaway for the community. And little things like that, it's like, okay, we could call each other out. And it actually brings me to my next point because I wanted to talk. Like we we say pump and dump all the time, but like I think we could all agree if we're being objective here, that sometimes we don't know if it's promoting or pumping, right? Like, and what's the distinction? And Cage and I even had a little bit of a conversation about that this morning. And and Cage had a great point. It's um uh, I don't want to stay yours, but it's the intention, it's where it comes from. Yeah. So it's difficult
0: it, to measure it though, right? I think it was I think it was Plunge Father who we had on the show who I saw a tweet and I was going to respond and I just didn't. So I guess I'm glad you are bring it up cuz it'll be easier to explain rather than than tweeting. His was more of I think it was um what's the difference between shilling and marketing, right? So and obviously the the point there is, you know, pump and dumping, right? Um and you know, my response to that would be I mean it's pretty straightforward. My response to that is It really depends on your intention at the time that you make the statement, right? And unfortunately, those statements are looked at in hindsight. Those statements are looked at, um, you know, by people who don't know what your intention is. But if you're making a statement and saying, X, I think this is undervalued, right? Let's use Gary's Giannis plays, for example. I think that Giannis at $300 undervalued He's a great player, blah, 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 the whole nine yards, right? If when he made that statement, his intention was – to make that card go up to a thousand dollars so that he can immediately sell his stuff. That's pumping and dumping. Like that's shilling is a word in the, uh, you know, the, the NFT, you know, um, avatar, uh, world. Right. So, so, but he didn't do that. Right. That wasn't, he didn't do that. He was, he was actually pointing out, here's a card I think is, is valuable. Here's a card that I think is, is, you know, is worth investing and is underpriced. Right. And if I think it's more marketing, it's more, you know, um, you know, market evaluation or whatever it is. It's, you know, it, it's pumping without the dumping. I, you know, it's, 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 it's informative, right? It's, you're trying to say, Hey guys, you know, I'm looking at the, the fundamentals in this and Giannis at 300 or $350, it's, it's a steal. It, it should be worth more, but then what happens, right? It becomes worth more, right? You know, so now is it, you know, can you really sell and, and your, your intention at the time was not to make it go up to that price your intention was to point out that this was uh, you know that this was a a, a a a valuable commodity that was not getting the attention that it deserved whether it's an nft you know whether it's a cool cat or a, a bored ape or whatever it may be the tough part about it is you and i will never know the intentions of the people who are out there you know you just have to basically hope that people's intentions are good realize that there are some people out there whose intentions are not good um
1: take ownership here's a key one it's always at the end of the day your money your call
0: yeah but i mean the thing is try not well we're all hobby participants here we're all community participants and you know i hope to be you know doing this until i'm uh you know you can basically bury me the day after our last Mm -hmm. podcast episode right like i want to be doing this and then like in the middle of a youtube live coffee with kate be like you know, more soda, you know like that's a and you can't do you're that. Still you
1: have such a beautiful head of hair.
0: It's beautiful, isn't it? So you can't do this, right? If you're if you're playing that short of a game. So yes, while it's your money, right? You can't value your money short term over your credibility and your name long term. There are people who do that, and they don't last long in this very small community. I don't care how much it grows. The hobby is such a tight-knit and small community. Everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows everything that everybody does and has done, and shit sticks with you. So even if there's a chance to make a little bit of money now, I like to say that's penny-wise and pound-foolish right? because that making that little bit of money now is gonna probably prevent you from being in this long term and making big money. It's you know what's that saying, right? You're stepping over dollars to pick up nickels, right? So that you know, keep that in mind, right? When you're you know when you're doing the stuff that you're doing, um, we try to we try to be as transparent as we can. Um, I'm gonna give a play today that I really want to buy myself, but it's not a it's a card that there's not a lot of out there, and I don't want to be driving up the price on this stuff. I don't own one um so i'll give the play i'll let you guys get it and then maybe a month or two from now after you guys have all had your ability to get it when it's probably gone up a little bit i'll i'll go out and look for one for myself or maybe i'll try to find one at the national who knows but um i, I i'm going to give a play today that i'm actually pretty excited about and i did not i i don't own one so no, i really want to own
1: it. one let's go right into your play but guys why i brought up that topic is i want to hear from you i want to hear from our listeners what definitions are really important right especially when it comes to nuance what do you guys think? What's the difference? What's the difference between pumping and dumping and promoting marketing? So let us know. One more announcement, and Cage will get right into his play. Guys, the Fantasy Football League is filling up quickly. <laughs> uh, it's It's been, what, 12 hours, 14, 20 hours or so since uh, people listened. I think where our two leagues are just about full, we're going to start filling up the third league. So if you guys want to get in, just let, let me know. Send a DM to Luca Tiger LeBron podcast uh, or send a uh, DM to I am Andrew Goldberg, and I'll get you in. Go ahead, Cage. Go right into your play, my friend. So, my play
0: piggybacks on your Giannis play, right? And it's funny. You know, there are probably people out there saying, ah, oh, man, I shouldn't listen to Andrew and bought that Giannis at $1,200 because it's clearly more than that. It went up to 1800 before it even won, and now what? Over two, you know. Ian brought his PSA 9 that we graded ourselves to camp. I picked him up in camp, oh, and fun. they had it in the office, and they're like, his counselor recognized how much this was worth and took it away from him. But I'm like, oh, you know, what fun is that? He wants to show it to his friends, right?
1: Mind if I ask you something? Like real quick, like, if we yeah, go with shoot,
0: shoot, shoot. Does
1: Giannis become the face of the NBA, whatever that even means?
0: You know what? The NBA has enough faces. I don't think there needs to be a face of the NBA.
1: And I think it's gonna switch time over time.
0: For the for for right now, yes. The champion has the ability to claim that they're the face of the NBA. There are other players, LeBron you know, who's also still in the spotlight because his movie happens to be out at the same time as Giannis is making this run. Um, you know, Luca Trey had a great run, although no one's going to ever consider him the face of the NBA. You know, Durant had a good run also. There are a couple people who can claim it. But, yeah, right now he's one of the young stars. He's got a huge future in front of him. You know, he just won a championship in his seventh season. He's got all the personal accolades and now a championship. So, yes, if if you ask me who's the face of the NBA right now, it's him but three months that can change
1: and you know what it actually brought me to uh it, it gave me a good thought you don't need one face of the NBA and no league will be successful with one face so it's kind of a futile discussion uh like when we talk which about is- MLB having a face of of the MLB well they should have 30 faces and promote all of them so they all have their fan group so that, that's a, that's a great point yeah it's the faceless the faceless folks
0: like in Game of Thrones would you never watched or read So, so I was about to make a joke saying that there's people sitting out there who said, I should have listened to Andrew and bought that Giannis at $1,200 when Andrew gave it as a play. And it's funny because Andrew's sitting there saying, I should have listened to Andrew and I should have bought them. <laughs> so but the fun part is my play is a legit flip side to that play, right? So there were people who who were uh, buying Giannis, hoping that Giannis would win the championship and that he would win, and that the cards would go up, and those people are right, and I think that those people are going to take that little bit of profit, and in a week, two, three, you'll be able to buy Giannis cheaper than it is now, so that's fine. The flip side to this play is, what if the Bucks didn't win, and the Suns did? So, And there were people who were banking on that, right? You know, there are people who are banking on what would happen to cards if... The Suns won, and there are Booker holders, and you gave Booker as a play. But there's another guy that I think is probably even a safer play because of his quote-unquote legacy and his longevity and the whole deal. It's Chris Paul, right? So there were people who were buying Chris Paul hoping the same thing would happen, that his cards would see a bump after the playoffs, right? And that if he won a finals finally, that would cap an amazing career, a Hall of Fame career, and he'd have a championship trophy, you name it. You want to take a guess what the Chris Paul – 2005 Topps Chrome PSA 10 number 168 was selling for in let's call it mm, June, right? Let's say middle of June into July.
1: 1275.
0: Okay, so so there is a a several auctions at 1500 or higher. All right, plenty of them in the 1400s. A buy it now as high as 1600. I see 1525, 1475 right around the first week of July. I see an 1870 buy it now on the 4th of July, which is pretty much its high. It's a peak. But after that, there's 1525s. So it was regularly over 1500 throughout the end of June into early July. Um, You know, has been at 1400 and change since then. You want to know what one sold for? I mean, you know, it's, it's come down a little bit, but you want to know what one sold for on July 22nd, yesterday, $701, 700 bucks. And right? that might
1: even go a little bit lower. Right.
0: And it may go a little lower. And so here's the fun, right? I look back. So it's one thing to say, okay, people were buying this, you know, as the Suns were running to the playoffs and it's worth, you know, steaming up. But I decided, let me look at what it was, what it was selling for in May. Right. Let me do the research for you guys because you know, if it was four hundred bucks in May and it's seven hundred bucks now, then come on, that's kind of silly. You know, <laughs> it's it's got room to go down. So I wanted to see what it did it sell for in May, right? So I look at May and it auctioned on May 17th, 1350. May 31st, 1237. It's been over a thousand dollars the entire time. The first time this has dropped under a thousand bucks is that auction that just happened, right? In the last week, there are a couple 800s, and now you see this, this one that's just over $700. And, and here's the fun, right? Just as there are people who are now going to hold on to their Giannis for too long, and they should sell it now, and in two weeks when it starts to creep back down, they're going to regret not selling it. So I should have taken my profit. I thought this was going to go to the moon. It's mm-hmm. not going to go to the moon. They should take their profit. There are people on the other side of the equation who are going to oversell Chris Paul. Yep. As a so, matter of fact... I'm not going to bid on it and I hate to do this because it's going to be like, you know, one of those things where now people are going to be, I'm going to cause a bidding war an hour. Guys, Probstein has two ending three nights from now at the exact same time. <laughs> Literally two auctions ending the exact same time. They're like 300 bucks right now, right? So again, I think I just, I just helped whoever the sellers are on those cards because obviously people, it doesn't have to be that. There are plenty available for 9.99 99 or best offer, right? So it's already, you can get it right now if you want to click for under a thousand dollars. I think it's going to go down into the sixes. I think Andrew is probably right. I think more of them are coming out of the woodwork, but it's not a—it's not a crazy high pop card. It's one of those cards where um, you know there is going to be this slight dip, but um, you know I think it moves back up because it's always been over a thousand. And really, what you're doing now is you're—you um, know—you're—you're you're getting a. Um, an overreaction, just like I think the Giannis is an overreaction to um,
1: to him winning.
0: Are you? And worried, I think that
1: God. Are you worried Chris Paul is the like the best loser of of all time. If that makes sense.
0: Well, I, I would say no. Right. So what happened this year was while he made this run, I think that Chris Paul got a lot more notoriety than he had previously had, and Chris Paul has always been one of those guys that is. What could be, yep. if he's healthy? If the Houston team had a healthy Chris Paul? If this team had a healthy Chris Paul? And and you saw a healthy Chris Paul in the playoffs this year, and he and he was pretty good. You know what I mean? He was pretty good. They went they went pretty far. They were up two games to none on the eventual champs. You know he he had some good games. And he, the best part about this is is right. So so think about this. He's not Luca. He doesn't have the upside of Luca. He doesn't have the you know the craziness that's there of Luca, right? But right now his card. It's approximately the same price as a Luca Prism-based PSA 10. Maybe you may, you might be able to get it for less. Now, we talk about all the time, how there's 17,000 PSA 10 Lucas. You want to take a guess how many PSA ten? I know this is a base card, and this is part of what we talked about yesterday. This is a base card. You want to take a guess how many PSA 10s there are of this card? The 2006 Topps Chrome PSA 10 card number
1: 168.
0: Is it 2005 or 2006? 2005. I'm sorry. 2005. 2005. My apologies. Um. Because it's 0506, I always confuse it. But it's 05. You're right. Thanks for correcting me.
1: I can't imagine there's more than 700. 250.
0: Wow. Only 250 of them. So when we talk about base cards, like oh, they're so high pop, right? 250. That's nothing. That's nothing for a sure-file Hall of Famer. You know, Andrew was talking about what team he might go to next year when we talked earlier. You know, who knows? He might not stay on the Suns. You never know. And if he does, come on, there. You know, they're 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 going to be good again next year. I mean, making the finals? Who knows? But. Uh, to me, you see, this card was, you know, 1400, 1300, 1200 in May before he had any of the success. That's what it should go down to. It should go back down to 1,000. It should go back down to 1100. It shouldn't be in the seven slash sixes. And it's one that I think you're catching right here. And boom, you know, I think it's going to be an easy ride back up. And if you buy it in the sixes, it goes up 50% when it hits a 1,000. You may 50% just when it goes back to 1,000, not to 12 or 13 or 1400. It doesn't have to go back up to where it was in May. So that's why I love this card. That's why, I mean, and, and, We talked about exits yesterday. This is one that, if I had in my PC in my basketball collection, you know, even if it stayed at six and change or went to seven fifty, I was like, I don't want to sell this now. This is one I would not mind just hanging on to because it's gonna be a Hall of Famer. It's a it's a card that's only two hundred fifty of. It's a card that should stay in somebody's you know basketball PC as one of the one of the modern you know one of the modern great ones. So,
1: I I love it. You think he stays on the Suns?
0: I do. I do. I think he does. I think he stays on the Suns. There's a good young team there. I think Booker can improve. I think that you know that organization can sell him on the fact that they could get back to this, um, and that they were this close to getting over the hump. Of course, a lot of teams are going to make up ground on them next year. Um, Things broke right for the Suns this year. Definitely. Um, But but I mean, I think you can make it a legitimate argument that you know you're going to see improvements in Aiden. You're going to see improvements in Booker. Those are young guys that don't have huge, huge, you know. Uh, money commitments. Not uh, Aiton doesn't have a huge money commitment right now. Um, you know, maybe they bring in somebody. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they bring in one other person, and that you know helps put them over the top. But they're you know they're a clear top half team in the West even without that. So I, I, unless I mean, what team do you think he goes to? You know, what team do you think he can he can go to in the a- East?
1: There's always speculation that like someone's gonna team up with LeBron, but it wouldn't make sense for him to go to the Lakers. Like LeBron needs a shooter. He needs shooters around him, not not another point guard. Uh, he's we saw how well Dennis Schroeder did. And I don't know how much Chris Paul, other than in the locker room and leadership wise, is an upgrade over Dennis Schroeder. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where New York could be cool. Maybe New York would be interesting. Julie- a step down
0: though. If he if he wants to go someplace yeah. where he's gonna win. I don't see him going anywhere unless he partners up with like a LeBron. Philly. You know what I mean? Philly would be really interesting. Philly, Philly could work. Philly could work. You know, that could be but even that, I don't know that that's a that's a real step up in the I mean, look, getting out of the West is easy,
1: makes it easy, but you know he, he's, that's that's actually a smooth transition with Doc Rivers. So or maybe he hates Doc Rivers, who knows? Whether anyway. he stays or he goes, I, I think at this price, this
0: card's a no-brainer.
1: Agreed. Um, I'll get into my play, guys. What I'm, if you guys saw me looking down, uh I gotta tell you, Cage. People at a hundred dollar price point. I didn't know how many people would be joining the fantasy football league. I told you. I told you we're gonna need. We're gonna need a hundred leagues.
0: Cause why not? It's fun. It's a hundred bucks. People love fantasy football, and we're not gonna become a fantasy show, guys. We're still doing our cards. We're gonna work in fantasy. We tried to with our NFL previews. Try to work in fantasy with the cards and how to make. We'll continue. I I love
1: fantasy. So the show and cage bring me back to to, to, the ground. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you do. Look at that background, man. That's uh, definitely fantasy.
1: I'm going to give you guys two plays today. Um Both of them, I like my new thing that I'm doing, like the one-star, two-star, three-star thing. Um, These are both going to be one-star plays, okay? Uh First one is James Wiseman, okay? I think – well, there's a, a lot of things. I don't think last year's draft class is going to be as bad uh, as they appeared last season. Like, I, I just – yeah, Lamelo had a good season, but other than Lamelo, it was it was a drop off from the last two years. But I think that has more to do with the players weren't in the right spots to succeed than the players aren't talented. If you look at Wiseman, he's a he's a super super talented guy, and his cards are selling dirt cheap. So that's one guy I would look at because one he could get traded, but two. I do expect and i don't know if there's a team that does a better job at developing players than the the warriors if he gets traded that's a bump in his cards if he doesn't get traded i expect him to have a much better year next year so that's my one star play okay forget
0: he played at memphis so he had one year of college but he played like two games right he was he wound up being disqualified from playing so he had no real he lost a whole year basically you know he could have come trade out high school he was top prospect the whole deal he was high draft pick you know he's still a project he's still very young and very raw and i think you're right if he stays there um you know he's got some real value because they will get the talent out of him and if he leaves that's always that's always the cause for the card prices to go up too so there's there's a couple ways for that card to for his cards to increase
1: next now do you buy the per- it's weird this year's really weird to buy this year's rookies cuz you're you kind of are like raw okay I buy raw card but you buy raw with the sense of grading but where am I going to go send that into grading and I don't want to buy Prism PSA 10s yet because the pop is so low Yep. even if I'm buying the right player I could be super right but wrong right so do your own research I do think that there is some value in buying raw numbered versions of his cards like uh, out of 199 or out of 99 for a few reasons I think People got to the point with him where it was a little bit expensive to grade cards. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Ah, this out of 99, I'll just hold it till PSA opens back up. Some people sent them to HGA. I think sending it to HGA is actually a great move because of the color match. Yep. Um, I would take a look. I think there's some opportunities to buy silvers, blues, reds, uh, numbered parallels of this guy in a raw condition that might be gradable. Really, really, Before
0: you jump into pick two, it really is amazing how different the world of collecting is today than it was a year ago. And who knows what it's going to be like in one year because you're 100% right about Wiseman. I opened one box of Prism basketball myself, and Wiseman was the one that I was like, do I send this over to Starstock or do I send this for grading? He was like the one that straddled the where do I send this to grading. And what's funny is I I finally, guys, a, a card sub I sent in in August. I got – I don't have it back yet, but I got that it, it it's finally being shipped out of PSX. So in August, right? I looked at it. It was 106 cards and I got the, you know, the credit card bill and hit my credit card today of how much it was. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to be expensive. It was 900 and something dollars because it was $9 a card to grade in a bulk sub when I sent it in in August. Now that's, now that's four cards at national. Can you believe that? Can you believe that it's, it, it was $9 and you know, we were, I mean, that's done you know, and wouldn't Wiseman be a no-brainer if you pull a Wiseman out of a pack and send it in in a bulk up for nine dollars? That's that's a very big change in what's going on, and we could spend another whole episode on how that impacts breakers and all that other fun
1: stuff. But I I don't want to take it away. It's Just you know, oh, I'll tell you. You guys probably heard me. I've never complained about how the markets changed, and I made all my money on 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 a different market in a different market. You just have to adjust, okay? This is a a new game. Now, how do you play it? I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of base cards, uh, raw raw cards of uh, Wiseman at National.
0: You know where I would go with Wiseman also besides National? hmm. Starstock B. Interesting. Right? Because those are at a bargain price. And if he does well, they will go up. You know what I mean? And you're holding them now and you sell them when the price goes up, when there's either news on him or he, he starts to play well in the coming season. right? I think that's an easy way of buying his cards, raw cards, um, that are probably available at a discount right now. Just a little different way of going.
1: Next guy. The, yeah. I I like this guy a lot. I don't know why he doesn't get more love, more attention. People say he's an injury concern. I think he's going to be a top three big man in the league one year, and it's Jaron Jackson Jr. I I really believe it. I believe in Jaron Jackson, and I think his cards have been beat up on like unfairly to his potential you 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 think he's an injury concern I I hear you but he's 21 years old his game is dynamic he could shoot the three he could post up I think he's a better defender and people realize like I think he's he's got he's got the tools to be a defensive player of the year type of guy because he's not just a block guy he gets steals too so like I could see him averaging three four blocks a game two steals a game and he's gonna pad the stats um, I think he's the best player on this Memphis Grizzlies team. And I've, I've been interacting with some people in the comments. Uh, they do as well. So some people are starting to notice he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. But he to me, he's not in the same boat as like a Marvin Bagley. But his prices are almost the same as Marvin Bagley. Uh, and I don't think that that's fair. So whether we go base with him, but I, w- I would just buy his PSA tenants, whatever, whatever your price range is. Honestly, someone like him, like I'm looking on uh, eBay here. The out of seventy five purples twenty five hundred are best off. What's amazing with guys like this, and I always love this. You could go shopping, is what I call right. <laughs> Some guys that are in high demand like Giannis, you can't go shopping because while you're shopping, his card's going to be off the market. But guys that aren't being looked at, if you go, this is a good way to actually check this. If you go to eBay and every single high dollar listing is uh or best offer, you know that the the sellers are looking to make a deal. Oftentimes, sellers just put a buy it now. When every single card of this guy is buy, it, uh, is buy it now or best offer, to me, that's an opportunity to go shopping. So I would go shopping for some of his, But that's a base, his base card is like 50, 60 bucks cage. Yeah. Or that's like a blue, a purple, a red. You could get a silver for under 500, 600. Um, here's one for 999 or best offer, but that's quite high. Uh, here's 675 or best offer. Here's 650 or best offer, 650. I would take a look at him, man. Um, I expect a big season from him. And and even if you, you know, always
0: have, you stick with your guys, you always have. And I only say injury risk because he got injured and it took him longer than I would expect to come back. And sometimes with big men injuries like that, it takes longer to come back, but he looked like he was back. I mean, he was playing pretty well. He didn't really, you know, he didn't really get into the flow towards the end there. You know, you expect to see one or two big games out of him. Um, you know, my concern with him is that, you know, it's, it's Jaws world. But yeah, I mean, he's 21 years old, and he's 21. Right? He's he's a young kid, and he's got a whole bunch of upside. He shoots the three real well for a big man, which is huge in today's game. Um, and he plays good defense. Um, at the prices you're talking about, very little downside.
1: So, so, so here's how I would word it: His talent is three stars. I don't know his mindset, right? Like you know who Giannis is at this point, right? With guys who haven't played a lot, you don't know how they're going to deal with adversity. So, like, th- this is something that concerns me, why I chose to only make it one star. McDonald's All-American in 2017. Big Ten All-Freshman Team. Third-team All-Big Ten Team. Big Ten Freshman of the Year. Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Big Team All-Rookie First Team. Five-star recruit across the country. One of the best, uh, fourth-best at his position, seventh-best nationally. When you come out of of high school, you have all these accolades. You play one year in in a great school at Michigan State. You have all those accolades, and you get to the pros, and you kind of stumble. There's you you know this in life, Cage. There's a fork in the road. Yep. You go right, and you're like, that's not going to be me. Or you succumb, and you're like, wow, I don't know how to work hard. I don't know how to overcome adversity. Right, because you never had to. Because you never had to, and and you see a lot of people, a lot of players, kind of fizzle out. I don't know. So that's why I'm hesitant, but I know his talent is through the roof. I'm
0: surprised, man. Given these two plays, two one-star plays, recent basketball plays, I was expecting Tyler Hero to make a comeback to the pod. Maybe next week.
1: Maybe for national, rip you will Tyler Hero silver in my uh, NFT pack. Today.
0: Maybe, maybe next time you will. Uh, maybe at national, you'll bring back the Tyler Hero play. This was a fun one, guys. I'm looking forward yeah. to national, man. I really Dude. am. Yeah.
1: Look at a picture of Hero, man. He's like, he's Chris Paul's stature, more frail, unathletic. What what what, it's going to be tough. Like, it's tough. He's a great player, but he sprung onto the scene and no one expected him. Now everyone knows what his game is, and they're just not going to let him beat him athletically. Like, he's athletically one of the worst athletes in the league. Can't defend, can't really run the point that well. He could shoot pretty well, but he lost a little bit of that edge. That's why I I can't make him play. I love Hero. Wish them all the best.
0: I love heroes, too. Usually with, like, cheese, and roast beef, and all kinds of – maybe some
1: bacon on it. You know, maybe some chipotle sauce, like a little Southwest. Roast stuff. Beef sandwiches. You know, roast beef sandwiches are interesting. They come and go out of, like, uh, popularity. At one point in our family business cafe, one of our most popular sandwiches. Did I you even do loved- it
0: fancy? Did you like, a French dip? Did you do it on, like, a hero and be, like, dipping in the – Green. We
1: have a Chipotle dip. We were okay. a, cafe, a little boutique cafe, but I love the toasted with Swiss cheese. Yeah. yeah, that used to be popular, like in the early 2000s. But they remember, like there was like the kick of health, and that yeah. was it wasn't the most healthy. Like, and there was like the red meat causes heart disease thing, and people stopped. Uh, I'm buy- screwed already.
0: I'm screwed on yeah. that already.
1: That might just be marketing and promotion. Who knows? <laughs>
0: Well, listen, guys. We're uh, we're looking forward to uh, to national in a couple of days now, and uh, you know, like seeing all the cool content out there. You know, we're adding people to the national live group every day. I added uh, I added some folks this morning. So if you're going, you're listening to this, and you want to be added to the group, it'll be a fun way to track where uh, where everybody is, what everyone's doing. We can include you in whatever it is we're doing, and uh, you know, be able to chat with you while we're there. Um, and uh, yeah, fantasy man, keep keep bombarding Andrew. With those messages that you want to play fantasy, because the leagues are they're, they're going to be legit. And I told Andrew my strategy already this morning. I'm drafting only Jaguars. And he, he yelled at me and told me not to make a mockery of it. And I said, okay, I won't. I well, I'll draft some. Drafts.
1: Our buddy, our buddy Jimmy Guns is going to join.
0: Really cool. Why not? You
1: on YouTube.
0: Let him in. The more the more the merrier. We got plenty plenty of folks here. Maybe we'll have just maybe it's a separate league just for guests. The Guest League, folks Ooh. who have been guests on Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. The guests can play against each other. Who knows? Just ideas. Yeah, Nation,
1: it's, we... it's incredible the support that we have with our projects. I, I, I can't believe it. I really can't.
0: There we go. Listen, we love each and every one of you. We'll talk to you soon. This episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color-coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Luca's Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe, subscribe, Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.